we're blessed to be alive, we're blessed to be here, and one of the most important things for us to remember is that in life, we think, as I, I heard once, Beshem, I think the, I think it was Beshem, the Harnostipel Rebbe, I heard this from Rabbi Goldberger, I don't know if anyone knows him from Baltimore, very, very special year from the, the, the Chazal that Dvarim Shabalev Nechnasim Lalev is that words of the heart enter the heart, which means when you're talking to somebody, if you're talking from the heart, it enters the person's heart. And he said over that Dvarim Shabalev Nechnasim Lalev really means your own heart as well. Is that Hemanti Kiadaber. When a person talks, and he talks dvarim shabalev, and a person talks things of the heart, and he talks about what life is, so then hopefully it'll enter his own heart. We think that we're talking to other people, and we think that it's all about other people, but the pshat is that it's really for ourselves. And the reason I say that is because it doesn't matter how many people are in Masil Sisharim, it doesn't matter if it's the end of the Zman, if it's the beginning of the Zman. When a person talks about uh, things that, that are important to talk about, when a person talks about life, when we talk about Lashon Hara, Hilchus Lashon Hara, when we talk about the life that we want to live, it's not about uh, how many people are listening, it's about if I am listening. If I myself am listening, uh, and I mean that just literally within myself, it's very easy to tell somebody what to do, but when a person understands that his words, that his, the power of a person's thoughts, the power of a person's words are, are extremely important, that's why it's so important for a person to start off his day, no matter what it is, a person to start off reminding himself Baruch Hashem, about the weather, especially when it's so beautiful outside, for a person to, to, to remember that the most important weather that exists is the weather within yourself, and sometimes it rains inside, sometimes it's sunshine inside, sometimes it's a little bit cold, sometimes it's a little bit warm, and what's important for a person to realize is that life, life is not always sunny days, and life is not always rainy days. And that what we can try and do, the weather that we can control, is the weather inside of ourselves, whatever it might be. Sometimes we, we can have a lot of, uh, we could wake up and we could have a bad day, or we could wake up uh, feeling a certain way, or we could go to sleep feeling a certain way, we could, whatever it is. There's a lot of, a lot of things that happen that, that affect a person and affect his moods. And what's, what's very important for us to know was something that, that is, that is central and fundamental to a person's growth is to realize that I have the ability, each and every one of us have the ability to, to change the way we, we feel and change the way we, we think. That's one of the gifts that Hashem has given us. As we've said many times, Gehenim, the Goyen says, the Vilna Goyen, the Gra says that Gehenim is when a person realizes that, that he can't change anything. That's why people who are depressed, it's very depressing to be depressed because, because you're, you can't change anything. You feel you can't do anything. 
you feel that you're stuck. There's no more depressing feeling than a person feels that I can't do anything. So it's one of the reasons why we learn why we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara and starting off, thank you so much. Thank you. One of the reasons that we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara is because the natural, the natural, the default of a person many times is to see negative, is to experience negative. Maybe Josh, you could share with us, um, you know, what it is to to uh, get two hours of sleep, or to get no sleep, and to have it raining, um, you know, and pouring and cold, and and how does a person uh, persevere? Has a person stay? in the mindset, or what does he do? I don't know, I'm putting you on the spot. I'll give you maybe a minute or two to think about it. But uh, on a consistent basis, the, 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 a few weeks ago, or whatever it was, when any time it would rain here, so uh, I tried to think of Josh as much as I can when he was going through his final, uh, whatever it's called, his, fi- his final, uh, what do they call it? Misakim. right? his final weeks of, or whatever, however long it was, of, uh, you know, and every time it would rain, my heart would be like, ouch. Like, I never stopped in so much that it wouldn't rain. I don't know if I'm allowed to. I say, let it not rain by Josh. Let the rest of our strong rain. Because when you're in the army, especially when you're in that, Josh was saying how when it rains and it's cold and it gets in your boots and it's, it's, like, it's like the worst. What? So what do you do? What do you do? What do you think about? You're sitting there, you're tired, it's four in the morning. Uh, forget, forget about that. Forget about the rain. Forget about the rain. Go inside. Oh, that was, you hear this? You hear what he's saying? Yeah, no? What do you do? Go inside? And, I don't know. It's a. Uh, you understand? I don't know. It's, not, it's a lot of motivation. Not, and you also, you're not alone. You're, you're with your guys. Okay. So you're with the But it's so raining and it's cold. And you're tired, and it's wet, and you're freezing, and you know you, you gotta get up and. What? Understanding. You have a, you have something in front of you. You have to forget about the rain. Forget about this. It's clear weather inside. You know you have a mission to do. That's it. Oh. Right. It's hard. Right. But I think what Josh is saying. The first thing Josh said. I didn't. We didn't uh, practice this. But the first thing that Josh says. You go inside. Go inside. Whenever there's a circumstance on the outside, whenever it rains on the outside, you gotta go inside. You gotta go inside. So Shlaimi's gonna ask, I know what Shlaimi's thinking. What are you doing if it's raining on the inside? Who's in control on the inside? Oh, exactly, very good. I knew, see Shlaimi, I knew you were headed somewhere like that. So I'm in control of the inside weather. You control how to react to the inside weather. Correct. Control of the weather. So I'll tell you where your control of the weather is. I'll tell you where. Is the inside weather is is what? As you react. Well, your your negativity. Your your. If I had a switch not to be negative or. You do. Anxious, you do. Better find it. Learn how to turn it on. You have it. You do. Everybody has a switch. Like what they just say. No. We're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not attacking you. Everybody has a switch. No, there's ways how to. There's not the switch, it's not the switch. There's ways how to. You have it, so ready? Send, when, you, when, when a person sends love to himself, that 
That's the biggest thing, yeah. And I feel Schlegelberg, sometimes you just get up in the morning and you're, the switch is, it's really raining. You have no control on the right side. Right, right. There's no control. He says, the way, there is a way how to accept, I could accept this. Yes, right now it's raining and I'm in a bad mood, but I'm going to act positive and I'll do positive things. But it's the same that you are the same of my thought. I'm sorry that my back is so I had that thought right now when Rebbe started cheer. I had that, I had a very hard night. Like, kids woke up one after the other. It's the world to wake up in a bed. I didn't sleep a lot. For some reason, I should put on the switch this morning of everything's shining. And I, it's not that I didn't do anything for that. It was like, right now it's science. It's a matan. So I'm saying the same way, everything looks good, and I wake up in the morning, everything's bad. And I'm saying the same way, I can get up in the morning, everything's outside, everything's okay, but inside I feel like rain. There's no control on it. I could control how to act. So I feel Right, so, so I think, so good, after you're saying this, it's not so much act. A person, well, what, let me ask you a question. Let's say you're, like, you see a child gets up in the morning. Someone's child, we'll about your child. Someone's child gets up in the morning, and they're cranky, and they're in a bad mood. I don't want to go to school, and they're fussy. What would you do? Would you yell at them? Okay, but what would you, what would be, what would be, what would you want to do when you have a child? Um, the, I do the, what I'm doing is I'll put a sandy couch,
help himself to the mood is don't change <coughs> the change mood. What you can do is the control that you can have. I think when we think of flipping the switch, when we think of like, I'm in a bad mood, let's go, come on, get out of it. It's not getting out of your bad mood. It's about understanding that I have negative thoughts coming. It's understanding who, who, who's sending the negative thoughts if I so. It doesn't matter. Is it God? It doesn't matter. Why not for me? It doesn't matter. Why does it matter? Who's sending the thoughts? I have negative thoughts coming. One thing I know is that I can send beautiful thoughts. And those thoughts can be thoughts of, it's okay. I would say, I've said this many times, my suggestion from anyone when you're in a bad mood, when you're in a bad mood, this is, this is a fact. When you're in a bad mood, of course it's for us. You're in a bad mood, it means you have bad thoughts. You have negative thinking. That's the way it works. Negative thinking creates bad energy, bad feeling. Positive thoughts create positive energy, positive feeling. When you're in a negative, when you're in a bad mood, the first step when a person's in a bad mood is not, I gotta change to be in a mood. The first step that you want to say when you're in a bad mood is that it's okay that I'm in a bad mood. The second that you say it's okay that I'm in a bad mood, then that's okay. And you already sent to yourself a more positive, loving thought. That is the first step. I think what happens is good. And that and then you will Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So that's like telling your kids, you gotta be happy. You can't. It's not working. You say you have to. Right now you'll be happy, but I'll come back to you later. But if a person is in when a person is in a bad mood, a person is feeling down, it's very the the the, the, the what, what works and the best thing to do is to understanding of yourself and understand that it makes sense that I'm in a bad mood. Okay? I've said this a few times, thank you. Right. I've said this a few times, you know, when I heard that guy, and I have to thank him, I'll, I'll probably never see him again. I remember seeing that guy where, where he was with his kid, kid, or he was with somebody, he's like, he's like, will you stop being negative? You know, I was like, thank you, wow, that was amazing, right? Because it was like so strong what, what I've said to myself, like, will you just stop, will you stop being so negative? Will you stop being, you know, will you snap out of it already? You know, say that to your wife, you know, will you snap out of it? Say that to your kids, you'll snap out. But to ourselves, snap out of it. What do you mean? I have to be. Well, Rabbi Fisher, we spoke about this morning. I have to have a good day. I have to create a good day. But I don't want to create a good day. Okay, no problem. No problem. Why is it so, why when I think of it raining outside and it pouring outside, and Josh, sorry if I give you any PTSD on this, but if it's raining and pouring outside, why is it so, I'm, I'm just going to ask everyone here, why is it so amazing to get into a sweatshirt and to put on your hood, I don't know why I'm saying put on your hood, 
and get under the covers. I don't know what it's like in England because it's like that a lot, right? I've never been there. But for me personally, there's, there's a certain great feeling of when it's pouring outside or in America, I remember when I was, was a kid and it's snowing and there's the frost and the fog and the windows and there's, it's warm, right? And you're this, there's a great feeling of being snug and, and you know, sort of, you're okay with that. Why? Why? So I think one of the, you know, subconscious uh, logical things, I don't know, Yitzi, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think part of it is, part of it is because you're, you're, being, you're being okay with, with the weather. You're being okay with that, with that mood of that somber, like, like, uchi mood. You're not fighting it. It's, it, I connect to that more than like, okay, yes, there is the, oh, okay, good, you did just right, you did just right, that's the other part, where it's like, okay, it's raining outside, but I'm gonna, you know, brace myself, and flip the umbrella, and I'm gonna, you know, with my briefcase, even with the rain, if you're in that world, you're okay either way, you're okay, we're not talking about that guy, that guy's okay, but that guy's in denial, but he's okay, but the point is, there's nothing wrong with a person if, he's, if the weather is a certain way and there's a certain mood that a person's in to, to go with that. And the more you go with that, and again, it has to be, you know, the old story with the parents calling me. Okay, so, you know, you got to accept your son. Okay, you got to accept your son. You got to accept your son for who he is. You got to accept your son. Well, is he going to change? Well, he'll change if you accept for him for who he is. You got to accept who he is. Okay. We accepted him. Now is he ready to change? No, 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 no. You have to accept your son for who he is. You have to accept your wife for who she is. You have to accept yourself for who else. Oh, well, then will I change? No. Then you didn't really accept yourself for who you are. If you really, truly, you can't lie to yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You know if, if it's true what you're telling yourself. You know if you really have empathy to yourself. You know if you're really sending compassion and love to all parts of you you know if that's genuine or it's not genuine and the more genuine a person is with himself in his self-love in his self-acceptance in his being okay that i'm not perfect it's okay that i make mistakes it's okay that i'm human it's okay that i don't have everything together it's okay that i'm not so connected to my feelings it's okay that I'm very negative. That I love. That's one of my favorites. It's okay that I am so negative. That's okay. When a person is okay with that, then, then that's when his journey can begin of being, being compassionate to himself and, and giving himself what he needs because we all need that. Now, in the army, I have no idea. I, I, can't, answer, I can't answer how it works. Or, you know, a guy who... who uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But I believe there has to be an element of self-compassion in that situation also. Otherwise, it would... It would uh, or maybe afterwards, that's why everyone has trouble afterwards. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the... That's, that's a different conversation. Okay, yeah. Question, comments? I'm going to go back because I'm going to have a little coffee. Or maybe I'll bring it over here. Maybe I'll bring it over here. Yeah, okay, yes. Rabin Yeah. Yeah. Having like bad weather inside, I'm like, what are we saying? Sure, it's okay. It's okay. So I'm in a bad mood. It's okay. Now bombard myself with positive thoughts. Right. Just like that. Right. 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 
Everyone has the bad weather and flood, which I was asking. Everyone has that negative thought. Correct. And, and, and we could, could, could do this therapy and, and, and do something. Right. No, I'm saying, and, and you find <coughs> tools, and you might need different tools. Right. And then you find a way how to deal with it. Right. 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 And like we said, thank you, Shkar Kabinamin. And I think that, I think like we said yesterday, no one, no wife, no wife or child is going to say, you know, you were too compassionate and too loving to me. No, just like no person is going to say you were too loving. Yes, Yitzchak. So there's a big thing that I know of, uh, during the that it's not necessarily about self-improvement, it's about self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. So self-improvement, I think, we identify with the thoughts, I am in a bad mood. And therefore, when I need to improve, it's also it's negative. And also, if you're trying to, you're, you're kind of fighting, you won't get anywhere with that fight. But self-acceptance, you're not, you don't identify with that negative thought. You're kind of like an outside observer of the negative thought, and you become curious Right. Right now, oh, that's how I think. Oh, that's exactly. How I think. Exactly. And then that leads. Exactly. To the biggest self improvement. Correct. Beautiful. Right. Uh, we, we spoke about that before. How important it is not to identify, not to identify yourself with your thoughts. When you realize that my thoughts are only thoughts, and 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 the reason I'm in a bad mood, and like Shlem, you were saying, whether those thoughts. Or from Hashem, whether I'm the one producing the thoughts, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know, those thoughts, the, the key is to realize that I can... Yes, okay. So, so, so what do you do when something's hurt? When something's hurting? Many people say, get over it, come on. Okay. Right, okay. I, I don't, I, I, so that's, that, 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 you can't, that's like telling someone who, who uh, fell... And, and hurt their knee and, and it's bleeding, telling a kid, let's go, you know, man up. Get over it. You know what? Yeah, right, exactly. 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 Okay, let's learn the halachas. Beautiful. Let's learn the halachas because the reason we're learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara is that the reason that we speak negatively about, about other people and the reason especially that we're getting ready for the, for the month of, of Nisan and the Yom Tev of Pesach. As the, as the Arizal says, Pesach is Malashan, the mouth speaks. It's all about the world of your mouth. Pesach is all about eating matzah, putting it in your mouth. It's all about being Mishabeach, Kolam Mesafur, B'Tzius Mitzrayim. It's all, Pesach is all about your mouth. It's all about the tikkun of your mouth. And that's why it's the month of Geula. Because if we're able to fix our mouth, and we're able to fix our mouth, then we will have a Geula. Because the only reason that we're in Gullus is because of our mouths are talking Lashon Hara. And where does that begin? That begins with our Gas. It begins with our, uh, our disconnect from our minds to say, oh, this person's this. Like we said yesterday, even Moshe Rabbeinu says, the reason we're in Mitzrayim is because there are people who speak Lashon Hara. There are people who are negative about other Jews. And one of the things that we can do for, for Nisan, for Pesach, is 
is to do that, yes, for Patel. Right. Exactly. Beautiful, right. The Dalad Kosos are connected the four languages, the four Lashonas. It's all. Pesach is all about your mouth. It's all about a person learning to, to, to fix his speech. It says the Dibur, the Dibur of the Jewish people was in Gullus. The Dibur was in Gullus. It means that, that they were not able to, to, to live properly. When a person speaks negatively, when a person is negative, when a person is looking at the world around him as negative, so he is, he's, he is tainting himself. He is looking at himself a certain way. And there's nothing further than the truth of the beautiful world that we are given and the beautiful opportunity that each and every one of us have to exist in this world. But if a person would realize right, how, how, how great of a gift it is to be alive, if a person would have the gratitude a constant as a Yehudi is Malashan Ahudah, the Chidush Yerim says that a Yehudi, the word Yehudi is, is, is literally Malashan Ahudah. That's why we're called Yehudim. The reason we're called Yehudim is as Leah said, the reason why that's one of the children that Leah called Yehuda Yehuda, they said the reason he called, she called him that was to always remember. Always remember. Ahudah, Ahudah, Ahudah. To be thankful. To be thankful, to be thankful, to be thankful. And all of us know, right? Happy people are not thankful, but thankful people are happy. Everyone wants to know, I want to be happy. People say, I want to be happy. People think, oh, the reason he, correct. People think, oh, oh, he's happy, that's why he's thankful. No, if you want to learn how to be happy, you be thankful. That's one of the ways for a person to be happy, right? There are many ways to be happy, but, uh, but, but, but if that, that's a very easy way for a person to be happy. It changes your mood once a person is thankful. And, and it's hard. It's hard sometimes because I don't, I don't want to spend the energy being thankful. I don't want to say thank you for this person. I don't want to say thank you. I don't want to uh, change in my mind. I'd rather be in a bad mood, whatever... Whatever the logic is that sometimes we do that, the Yitzhahara comes at us and doesn't want us to change our mood. Sometimes it's, we, it's seemingly harder, it's seemingly harder to be in a better mood and to be grateful. But I, I challenge any person here is that if you, if you are, especially if, you're, if you talk it out, some people do better when they write it. I guarantee anybody here, you write 10 thank yous or you go to the speak to Mayor Mattel, about the attitude of gratitude, and I'm being serious, the attitude of gratitude is literally, um, it's literally a, a way of life. When you become a person who's, who's grateful for everything. It's the first thing we wake up in the morning, we say, Moda. First thing we say in the morning is thank you. Why did Hashem say the first thing in the morning, you're saying thank you. The first words that come out of your mouth before you even wash Nagelwasser, before you wash your hands, is Moda. Thank you. What? Yeah, why not? Yeah, of course. Thank you, of course. Of course. So let's begin with the halacha. You refer to someone by an extreme... Oh, two things. 80, page 81, day 29. You include yourself in the Lashon Hara. You're not allowed to talk about someone negatively, even if you include yourself in the Lashon Hara. 
So you say, oh, all of us siblings, oh, our family, we are all lazy. So even though you're like including yourself, I'm also lazy. Me and my brothers are lazy. We're all, we know it's, that's, that's what we do. We're, we're all, uh, you know, messy. We're all whatever it is. So even though you included yourself, you're not allowed to say it because ultimately you're talking about your siblings. Right? As far as yourself, that's a different Shiloh, right? That's also, you have to be careful talking about yourself, but uh, I want to get into that right now. Basically, when you're including other people in your, in your, in your negativity, you're, you are incriminating and you're shaming those other people. The second thing is, you refer to someone by an extreme description. Words like very, to, and so can change an innocent statement into a dangerous one. My sister is more to the quiet side. Would that be good? That's fine. She is. She's more to the quiet side. If you say, my sister is too quiet, then you already switched from that one word. Huh? Too, I hear is so. She's so quiet. Uh-uh. So, so if you say, what would be another way? Um, she's so quiet. Might be. That might be a little bit. Might be lean, leaning a little bit. She's so quiet. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I don't know. He, I don't think he gives an example here of the so. Um... My father knows how to discipline, it's fine. My father disciplined us, knows, knew how to discipline us, knows how to discipline. My father is a little bit too strict. That already would be Lashon Hara. Okay, question, comments? I don't know the example, so, yes, Dove. So be careful. That. Now you got me more something. curious. What? <laughs> that what? I just don't want to look like a fool. That's okay. I respect that. Beautiful. Yes, from Zev. Why Zev, what's your question, Rabzev? You're a big tzaddik, Rabzev. What are you talking about, Rabzev? Have no kashas, Rabzev. You're a big tzaddik, Rabzev. Welcome back, Rabzev. Welcome back to the team. Your kids are going to grow up. Your kids are going to grow up already with all the toys and all the dolls. By the time your kids are have, will be grown up, they took they're away all going to be the, genderless. They took away the male and female, the boys and girls toy section in the big toy section. That's what I'm saying. Correct. So no values. Your kids are going to grow. Your kids are going to grow up, and you're going to have to explain to them that there was a time where there was male and female differences. Talk about, talk about, talk about no boundaries. Talk about discipline. There's discipline to know that's a male, and that's and that's a, a female. <coughs> Soon, I, I, I thought about this the other day. I just want to say this just to have it like recorded. They'll be like, "Wow, how did you know?" I don't think it's a big deal. Why, why are you allowed to say he or she? I, I, I predict soon. Just like you can't say 
you know, sort of thinking, why are you let us say and he or she? They might change it and he or she. How are you how are you calling him a boy and saying that it's a he? Maybe it's an it. Maybe it's You're doing that already, right? You're doing that, right? Already, yeah. So your kids Seven are going to grow up. Your kids are going to go, what do you mean he or she? And then what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is, because of the the fake news and because of the culture, the the influence of the culture, you're, you're, you're going to have people who maybe are, are friends of yours or people who will actually, like, understand that and explain it to you. To us, it's like so simple. Like, what do you mean? That's so crazy. And you'll have people saying, like, no, what do you mean? It makes sense. You can't define. Even the Torah doesn't define. It'll bring riots and, you know, certain things. I'm just saying. So, so Rav the reason your point is so thing is that, is that the importance of boundaries. Discipline has to do with boundaries. Boundaries are very, very, very important. You know what, what is and what's not. And discipline is something that's very important. The problem is, is that people, people, um, people look at it that like love and you know discipline means you know, love because you're too harsh, because you're too mean in the way you discipline. Every child needs so much discipline. Children need boundaries. Children need to know what's right and what's wrong. Children need to be communicated to. Just when it's out of love. And it's, and it's done not with anger, and it's done in a, in, a, in a proper way, that's when it's beautiful. It's when it's, you know, people think, oh, I'm just going to let my children do whatever they want to do because I was hurt by too much discipline or whatever it is, let's say. Right? That'll be a disaster. It'll go the other way. It'll go the other way. Children crave uh, adults, and they crave the help from the parents to, to give them discipline, but in the right, in the right way. It's a very good point, Rebzev. Shkok, yes, really. Um, so right now, the, whole, the, the word discipline comes from the word disciple, Correct, correct, correct. Chayseh Shifto, very good. Chayseh Shifto, someone who spares the rod hates his child. Now, Zada, you can't, you know, you can't, you don't want to hit, but, but, but uh, back in the day, Back, back in the day, you know, uh, things were a little bit different. But anyway, the point for us, the point for us is that, is that that's the balance. That's Teferis. Teferis is beautiful. Teferis means beauty is, is the combination of chesed and gura. The combination of, of love and, and giving over. And, 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 you know, we spoke about this at Shalashudas a few weeks ago. How, how it's so important. How when you discipline yourself, that's when you know you're loving yourself more, when you're saying no to things, and you're, and you're caring for yourself in, in that way, that's also very, very important. It's not just sending yourself, you know, love messages and buying yourself ice cream and, you know, giving yourself, you know, a pat on the back. It's also pushing yourself properly. That's also something that, that, uh, that shows love to a person, and you have to learn that balance. You have to learn that balance. I'm saying this as we're almost at the hundredth shear of this year, and I'm saying this that, that we have to know this um, very only Yitzi, right? Yitzi will know that because you've been sitting there for a hundred times writing every every shear. Every 
every year. Unbelievable. So the reason I'm saying that, that at this point in, in, in our journey, we have to know that there that you need to be a Bucky. You need to be an expert in both. You want to be an expert. You want to be an expert in in knowing how to be gentle and knowing how to be patient, and knowing how to be accepting, and knowing how to be forgiving, and knowing how to be. Um, I'm, I'm the Dafka not using the word love. Um, is a, right? This is all under the banner of love. Accepting, gentle, kind, compassionate, patient. You guys can add the words. Respectful. What? We're not a Grateful. Grateful. Grateful for yourself. Grateful, good word, Mayor. Those are all ways of showing love. Now there's the other side. The other side is um, um, I, I have expectations for myself. I, I, let, I tell myself, no, I'm not going to do this right now. I'm going to not give in to my desires. I'm going to push myself to, to, be, to be you know more productive. I'm going to, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, set goals that I want to accomplish. I'm not going to give in to my, you know, to my laziness. That's also that's also under the category of love. What most people do is they is that they they think that that the first one's love and the second one they're not sure what that is or whatever it is. It's either or. But you need both. You need both to become a healthy a healthy person. You need to people who are who are happy, people who are successful, people who are taking advantage of life are people who, who uh, take advantage of I don't like the way that sounds. People who are, who are accepting and grateful for the gift of life are recognize that I, that, I, that I want to make the best of my life. I don't want to sleep all day. I don't want to give in to my desires. I, I want to experience a higher level of, of of enjoyment and connection. I don't want to shut myself down by by giving into you know into silly you know immature um, escape, whatever it might be that we that we run to. So it's so so important for a person to have you know both both. And when you're missing one of them, you're off you're off keel. If you're being too strict with yourself, you did ya? That was the word you use. If you're pushing yourself too much and you're demanding too much from yourself and you're not letting yourself right that's the difference between dry and clean, you're just you're just white knuckling it, right? It's not gonna last. You need the compassion, you need both. And if you're just compassionate, you're just gentle, and you let yourself, you know, just get away with everything, then that, that doesn't work either. You need the you need the combination. That takes hard work. For both of them. It's hard work. Mayor, you had something? Yes. Just a quick, uh, I just thought when Mary said, Kaiser Hashifta, and then you could say that he, why, it's a funny expression, Kaiser Hashifta. Maybe he's saying that he didn't smack his son, didn't hit his son because he wasn't, he wasn't for the, he didn't want to, it wasn't saving his son from getting smacked. He didn't want his stick to get worn out. He did it for his own personal reasons. He was affecting his discipline of his kid, so that's why he was doing it. 
he didn't go, he was, didn't want it for his honor, like he, said, he doesn't want to have the time, he can't be bothered to spend the time to discipline him. Mm-hmm. He didn't want those things. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't for his son. And his focus so wasn't on his son. Very nice. Very nice. Good heart. Good heart. Beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we are coming to a close of the month of Adar, uh, the month of of Simcha, and and Simcha brings to Geula as well. As uh, Adar is a hachan, is a preparation for a Geula. For Nisan, Adar is also Geula, but Nisan is the month of Geula, and, 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 and the way we will attain a Geula is through our learning to, to love each other more, to forgive each other more, and that's a tall order because it takes time, and it takes a lot of work for a person to forgive himself, to forgive others, and B'Tzedek Tish to learn how to judge favorably and to learn how to have, have more compassion to, to, to every person, to, to, to all parts of yourself, to all parts, as we know, if there's no enemy within, the enemy uh, outside can do us no harm. Ein shalom ba'atzamai b'vnei chatasi, is that when a person is lacking shlemus within himself, there's a period, there's a disconnect when there's a disconnect in Kalal Yisrael, it's a, it's a uh, macrocosm of, or a microcosm, better, of, of what's going on within each and every person. That's why, a person can come to a level where he, where he is, has a, a personal Mashiach. He has a personal Geula. He has a personal Geula. And that Geula comes as, as Shlemus. When a person has 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 understanding of, of, of himself, of of you know dvekus. Tzaddik calls that actually dvekus, which is simcha, which is shlemus. The morale says that a person has happiness when he's when he's okay with all parts of himself. A person when a person has shlemus, when a person understands that that everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be within myself, even the negative even the negative things. Yeah, negative things is exactly the way it's supposed to be. That's what a person. That what? It leads to contentment. Correct. Your correct. You have like a really bad situation. That's how your car broke down, and you know you got bit by a dog. Right. Crazy. Right. 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 The person that I understand that this is what I need right now. Is exactly what it's supposed to be. Correct. And he's not. It doesn't make him not sad or exactly. Correct. Correct. Beautiful, Zach. Beautiful. I like that. Very good. And, and, and I want to say what Zach's saying. When a person practices, when you practice during breakfast, and you practice, God willing, when you get married, you have much more time to practice, and you practice in all situations to try and be, you know, it's okay. It's okay that there's traffic. It's okay that I'm in a bad mood. It's okay that things are not the way I want them to be. It's okay that I'm having a bad day. It's okay that I messed up. It's okay that I don't have such a cheshik right now to do X, Y, and Z. It's okay when you learn that language and you, you learn to be okay with internally and externally with things, it, it, it changes your whole entire life. It changes 
your life. You're able to go through so many, so many things. You're able to, you know, tzaddik bemunasa yichya. They say the tzaddik lives with emuna. He lives with emuna. That is what emuna is. Emuna is that it's all okay. You don't have to wait for big things to happen to have emuna. Sometimes it's much easier, like they say, it's harder to live al kiddush Hashem than to die al kiddush Hashem. Right? No, nobody should know about dying al Kiddush Hashem, right? But it's like, okay, if anybody was in a situation, where someone put a gun to your head and said, okay, you, you either you know, convert, or you this, or I'll kill you, or you jump in the furnace for Hashem, okay, we, Hashem shouldn't test any of us, but, but, but all of us would do it. All of us would do it. But to live, Tzadik Yichya, to live every day, to be thankful to your wife, to be thankful to your parents, you want to change your relationship with your parents? You want to change your relationship with them? So someone might say no. Okay, good. But if you want to, if you want to change your relationship with your parents, I promise you, I promise everybody here, Badaku Manusa, and it goes, and I'm going, to, I'm going to make it simple because it is simple. You want to have a better relationship with your parents? Switch your relationship as a taker from a taker to a giver. You switch your relationship, and it's very, very hard, no matter what age you are. I'm still, Baruch Hashem, my mother is still alive. She should live a long, she should live a long life. Amen. Thank you. I, 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 till this day, when I'm with my mother, I switch to be, you know, till this day, I have to switch myself. Okay, Yoni, what are you doing? You're here to give. You're here to give. You're here to give. You're here to give. Because the natural thing for a child to do is to want to take. It's the natural thing. It's natural to say, why didn't my father give me this? Why didn't my mother give me this? And you're still waiting. You can be waiting your whole life for your parents to give you what they didn't give you. And as long as you're doing that, you will, you will have resentment. You'll have, you won't have uh, a healthy, probably a healthy relationship with your parents. The second that you turn around and you say, how could I thank my parents? How could I be more thankful to my parents? And it's not about calling up your parents and being thankful. That's, that's a start. It's about inside saying thank you. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's like the same thing when you get married. I say this to, to the married chevra and we talk about this. It's not about calling up your wife in the middle of the day and saying, honey, I'm thinking about you. That's a great thing to do. Mark that down. Great, great, great thing to do. Right? Unless she's busy and she's like, why are you calling me? I'm in the middle of something. But, but I'm saying to call and say, thank you. Uh, honey, I just want to tell you I love you. You know what it's about? it's about? It's about during your day thinking about your wife in your heart and connecting to your wife in your heart and saying, wow, wow, I love you so much. Thank you so much. And really, really deepening that love within yourself to her. Okay, you also want to call her also. But the same thing with your parents. And the same thing with all relationships. If you could deep down daven for your parents. And you say, oh, thank you mom and dad. Thank you, dad, Taki, mommy, whatever you call them. And deep down, I thank you and I love you. And wow, and I, and I thank you. Besides actually calling them. Besides that, no matter what they've done to you. And it's hard, it's hard. It's very hard when you're younger and you're trying to you know, deal with whatever resentment, or if you had a tough job, whatever it might be, everybody's got their stuff. When it comes to fathers and sons and mothers and daughters and mothers, and it's so complicated. 
People could say, right, you guys know that joke where the, mo- the mother right, says uh, to her friend, uh, my, this son is my favorite son. This is back in our day. It's not so much for now. Back in our day, this is the joke. Says, Why? What do you mean? Says, says this son right, buys you a car every year. It's like, I know. This son takes you on vacation every year. I know. So why do you love this other son so much better? He says, you know why? Because he's, for the last 20 years, he spends every week and he pays someone and all they talk about all the time is me. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Well, what's the point, right? The point is, right, that a person can spend his whole life, a person can spend his whole entire life. And if you have to do that, that's great. If you have to do that, that's great. But the point is, the point is, if you want to change your relationship with your parents, you want to change your relationship with your wife, you want to change your relationship with your children, change your relationship with your children, go over to your child when your child is sleeping and your child doesn't even know that you're there. And you go over to your child and you give your child a kiss and you tell them that I love you. When they don't even hear you, they're not even there, but you say it, you say it, that, that's a greater, obviously you got to tell it to your kids when, when they're awake also. But as your kids get older, they're like, us. They might be like, oh, it's fine. They, they, you know, depends on your kid. Right? You have to be careful with that also. Right? It depends on your kid. That's a whole Shiloh. What do you do if your kid like, doesn't like the hugs and that and the kisses? Do you hug and kiss them anyway? That's a... That's a do we go there? Do we go there? No. Right? That's a good shot. Yeah, I'm saying... Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm saying it's... I'm talking about for you. I'm talking about for him. I'm about for you. Yeah, good. I'm saying, but my point is, Rabbi Regensburg, my point is, is that it's for me. When I tell my parents I love you and thank you, I'm doing that more for me than I'm doing it for them. That's why I'm saying it doesn't matter if they hear you. My father, my father can't hear me. My father doesn't exist in, in this physical world. But I can hold all the love in the world to him, for him, and I could be so thankful for him and I could be closer to him that I could be closer to the person next to me. How could that be? Because it's within me. And when a person is able to, to do that, that's, that's when you're living the life. That's when you're living on this planet and you're living on this world and you're in a different zone. You're in a different world. Okay. I don't know how we got into that. But uh, that was good. Yes. When she was saying that you have to embrace the, uh, the, you know, the darkness as well, that, that idea. So sometimes Yaakov Friedman said that the Shalot other says that you gotta kiss the Israelis and the Nashkin. They kiss the masses and and the moral. Mm. So sometimes you just gotta kiss the morals. Mm. You gotta embrace mm. it. it's a beautiful book. <laughs> Harder, it's harder to kiss the murrah than the matzah because sometimes it burns your lips if you kiss. You kiss it, but but uh, but a million, a million, a million percent. It's a very high, it's a very high, it's a very high level. They say that's the reason we have murrah. We're already talking uh, Pesach Seder a little bit. One of the reasons they say that the murrah is after the matzah. L'chera, the murrah is is uh, right. Murrah is chayim is 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 the shibud. And the matzah is gula. So why, so why do we start off with the matzah and then we do the maror? L'chayra, 
Right, L'chayra, start off with Marar, which represents Avadim Ayinu, and then go to Gula. Why we, why we have Marar after, so there, there are many, many Pshatim that they say. One, one of the Pshatim that I like very much is that, is that after a person has a Gula, only afterwards, then he recognizes that even the Marar was, was a bigger Gula, was a bigger Gula. But, but you can't, and I'm, I'm saying this on purpose in what you're saying, you, you, can't, um, you can't first skip the matzah and give a kiss to the marah, because then it doesn't work. You first have to have the gula to then realize that the marah was part of the gula, and maybe even a bigger, a bigger gula. What, what about beautiful. The right now? What? What about the right now? If you look at his previous matzah, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's very, that's, that's, uh, so I would say, so great question, Yitzchak. I would say, and this is from my own experience, I would say the hug and kiss the murder now is, is, is not a madriga that I could talk about. I don't like talking about things that I have zero shaykhs to, and I don't think I could have shaykhs to hugging and kissing the murder now. What I could do is I could, I could, I could, Sim Karala might explain a little better, I could, I could, I could, I could not reject the murder. Let's start with that. There's a difference between there's a big difference between hugging and kissing my murder and not throwing away the murder and saying it's okay that you're here. I might not be ready to hug and kiss you yet, but it's okay that you're here. That's hard. Even that's hard. Right? When a person has bitterness in his life, he had to say like I accept that. That's okay. You know, we could say those words. We could want to be on that level. It's a very high level to be on. Is that some Is that is that okay? Yeah, is that good? Is that, is that so? What, what happens sometimes, Yitzchak, when you're questioned, and especially when we learn Svarim of Komad of Rachman Latav, and everything is good, and the Tzadikim, and we and, and it's true. It is true. It is true that right. Imagine going over to someone who's going through a hard time. Right? That's the worst. You go over to someone who's going on the time and say, wow, you are so lucky that you're going through a hard time. That's amazing. Wow, I'm so jealous of you. He punch you in the face. Get out of here. Right? Susanna. Oh. It's not something you would tell to someone else. For example, also, oh. even, the, even the tzaddik, like, like oh, learning how to make a different product a good and the bad. You have to recognize this far. I'm not saying to the right. right. Don't right. fool yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe. Right. Right. It's a, le- it's a level. I'm just saying, the reason I'm saying to someone else, Yitzhak, is because, so for yourself, it's the same thing. Right? It's the same thing. I said stories from the Pnei Menachem. I'm, re- I'm still in the middle. I didn't finish it. Pnei Menachem, they have stories where Rachman Litzlan, you know, he had Saras, he lost, you know, a, a child, lost a few children maybe, but a, the, 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 and when he would be Menachem Abel, right, I said this. He wouldn't say anything. Le'elenu Rachman Litzlan, right? No one should know from these things. And all he would do is just sit there and say, I'm with you in pain, I'm with you in pain, I'm with you in pain, I'm with you in pain. Then at the end, he said, you know, Hashem should come for you, whatever it is. But I'm saying, it's not like coming in, oh, it's all from the Abishah. Oh, it's, it's, it's pain, it's pain, it's pain, it's pain, it's pain, it's pain, whatever it is, it's pain. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each Oh, yes, Moshe. Um, just before whatever you're saying, it's okay to be in bad mood and it's not yeah. So after someone does that, oh. that's the next step. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, so 
Nothing. That is, that's the last step. You don't have to do anything. If you, how about let me ask you like this, Moshe? If it's okay, why does anything have to be next? I'm not challenging you. I'm trying to make a point. If I'm really okay with it, then it doesn't have to be next. If I'm really okay with the way my child is, if I'm really okay with my wife, if I'm really okay with myself, if I really accept it, so why do they have to go away? Why do I have to? If I'm really okay with that. So, Rabbi, I was talking earlier about how we deep down, we can't fool ourselves. We know really what we're saying to ourselves. It can't be just lip service. If I'm really okay with myself, then that question in itself is a stira to the whole point. If my parents, if, if you as a parent really accept your child, then you don't have to ask the question, so when is he going to change? Because I don't need him to change. If you really accept your wife for what she is and for who she is, and you really accept it, and you tell her, honey, you don't have to change. And you know what? You don't even tell it to her. But you know deep down inside your heart that you don't have to change. Welcome to love. You want to know what love is? That's what love is. If you deep down with your parents, you're like, dad, you don't have, right? The problem we have is we want our father to change. We want our mother to change. And we want them to accept us for who we are. But we don't accept them for who they are. And the second that I just say, Dad, you don't have to change a bit. I love you just the way you are. It has nothing to do with telling him. I, my, I can't tell my father anything. But in my heart, I could say, I love you just the way you were. I love you. And if that's in my heart, then I'm free. If I can tell my wife, and if I can know in my heart that my wife is perfect just the way she is, then I'm free. If my children are perfect just the way they are, nobody has to do a thing. Nobody has to change at all. Does that make sense? Shkoch Moshe. My mayor had something. Breakdown. 
I like that the way you broke that down. Here, uh, Rav Sorry. I understand that if you don't, if you're always thinking, I want to change or I want to be something else, so that you're not really accepting yourself. Mm-hmm. I understand that you really have to accept yourself and you have to accept the way you are. Right. But at the end of the day, we're here to change. Mm-hmm. So I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. I do believe that is inherently wrong. 
yet I could accept the fact that, you know, let's say he's physically hurting other children, or he's, or he's, uh, you know, not, not just like, uh, quote unquote, rooting the mahasa of what I want my family to be, but he's hurting other people. How do I, how do I get the balance? And, and I'm not saying this just in the future, I have it now, where I can see other government yeshiva doing things that I know are wrong. It's not my place to tell them, but how do I, how do I strike the balance between I really want what's best for them, I want them to see what's right, and at the same time, well, my, that, that need to change them? Yeah. So that's a great question, and um, I, it, you're, it's a little bit, you're a little bit too, too um, pre, pre I, I can't answer the question to you that you'll know what I'm talking about, but those who have children can, will be able to relate to what I'm talking about. Um, it, it's not about worrying about your child hurting, and again, I'm not talking about practical, you want a practical chinuch answer, and I'm going to give you a much bigger chinuch answer. And that is that and if your child is hurting someone and your child is hurting a sibling, which is something that siblings fight, and it's very normal for siblings to have appropriate uh, fighting and appropriate rivalry, it's a very uh, natural thing, and it's a very healthy thing that children fight. But, uh, but really, at the end of the day, David, and this is, again, it's a little premature to talk to you about this, uh, you have to worry about you not hurting people. You have to worry about you not hurting people, and your wife, God willing, will worry about she not hurting people. And when your children, that's why I say the best thing you can do for your children is to be a good spouse and to be a good person. Obviously, there's discipline. That's already more just a technical issue, what to do when kids fight, because kids are going to fight. But in a deeper sense of what you're talking about, it's all going to come down to you, right? When we talk about children bullying, children bully because adults bully. And adults, boy do adults bully. So the problem in the school system is not children bullying. The problem in the school system is the adults bully. The problem is not that the child at home is bullying a sibling. It's that maybe I'm bullying my wife. Or maybe my wife is bullying me. So, so I know you might have wanted a more practical um, answer, but my, my, my advice to you, David, because you're not married yet, you'll get married, and you don't have, you know, you at least have a few more years, or five, six, seven more years till your children will be fighting a little bit. But I would start for the next five, six years at worrying and making sure that you don't hurt people and understanding why you do hurt people. Because remember, not to be so cliche on this, but this is one of my favorites. Hurt people hurt people. Only when someone is hurt do they hurt. So my child would, will hurt if my child is hurt. And the person who's responsible for the hurting of my child is me. So. I get that. I get that. Okay. But, um, you have, I'll give a very, very extreme example. You have someone who has schizophrenia. Family uh, situation. So they're in pain, but they also might murder the whole family. We're not talking about clinically. Clinically. Okay. So David, so David, I'm just saying, David, that's a that's a different forum type of question. That's a question that has to do with you know extreme situations and how to care uh, for for all members of the family. No, 
and how to be sensitive. And those, I'm saying that that's a very extreme situation. That I that I give you a humble blessing. I give you, like I said, I give I give you a I give you I, I give everyone here. I give you a humble blessing that that you never have to be in a situation of something like that, and that the situation that you're in is with is with healthy sibling rivalry, healthy sibling fighting. As far as your question, it's not, I don't, I don't want to address that. It's not the forum for that. What I originally told you, I think, is really where I would go as far as your concern, which is focusing on me not hurting other people and me being a loving person. As far as an extreme case that you're talking about is a very, very, you know, complex, uh, delicate, you know, situation that is not the forum for, for a situation like that. But I appreciate your question, though. So I so I so I'll challenge you and and Ravillo, both of you, because talk is cheap. Um, so I, I would challenge both of you to take something in your personal life, and I challenge anyone here, because to me I've done it, and I know uh, I, when I've seen it in other people, you know, because talk is cheap. We could say yes, it's true, it's not true. Take either a situation with your wife or your children or yourself and try it. But Without you, I understand. That's no, it's so good. So I'm saying, so try try it with somebody else first, and then you'll see because it's it's a it's a it's a yisod. If, if it works with somebody else, it means it's going to work with yourself. It's the same exact yisod. If I know that I'm loving to my child and accepting of my child, and that will help motivate him, then that means if I do that to myself, it'll help motivate me as well. As far as the lumdus of it, as far as the lumdus of it, it, it doesn't matter what I'm going to say. I'm just telling you, if you try it and you do it, then you will see that it works. You can't. It works that you'll be motivated. No, no, no. You, you're, you're saying it. I need to change. So I'm saying, but but so that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm telling you. I, I give you. I give you a full week. I give you a full week. Just a week. That's it. I'm not saying a month. A week. We could talk about it privately. You're both mature people with. Uh, wives and children, and you, you're 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 not you're, you're mature. So you could take a mida, you could take something, you could take a child, you could take your wife, you could take a situation, and you totally, totally work to accept that. Guaranteed, I give a week, I give a week publicly, and then you'll in a week from now, I don't know where it will be, Bainas Manwai, you will stand up and you'll tell everyone that it works. Now, now, what's the lumdus of why it works? I don't, that's a different question of why, but there's a rejection for that. 
There's a rejection because there's a part of us that rejects that. The part of that that, that, that rejects that is, is Akasha. Why there's a part? Could be it's the Yitzhahara that rejects that. Could be it's the Yitzhahara that rejects it. I'm not sure. I'll think about that more. But, but Badrik Manusa in my own life, sharing with everybody here, is that when you do that, it works. It works a hundred... What? If you, if you send pure compassion and love and acceptance to a child, to a spouse, to a parent, to yourself, about some specific thing, that will, will be the impetus, that's I think the word that Rabbi Simcha said, will be the foundation of the change. Everyone gets right. Everyone gets nervous. Everyone gets nervous. Right, right. One second before we get. Hold on. Hold up. Yes, Rabbi C. Yeah. Right. And the seekers are there. Right. Correct. Okay, we didn't get a chance to. Yeah. today um, I, I'll just read just to read uh, just a line in, in the Mesil Sisharim um, Hashem will help us all uh, not speak any Lashon Hara hear any Lashon Hara um, and only see the good in each other and to help us be part of the Geula us and all the Jewish people the, the Ramchal as we said yesterday is talking about the inner Midos I'll just read the the uh, the Chazal, and that is Hakina Vataiva Vakavod Motzina Saadam in Olam jealousy and and uh, Taiva and and honor will pull a person out of this world, which basically means a jealous person can't stand stand this world. He can't deal with life because he's totally jealous. A Baltaiva, of course is running after uh, things that he'll never uh, get. And honor is the same. Uh, These are things that that destroy a person. You could have everything that you want. You could have everything that you desire. You could have everything in your life and you could be so blind to all of that and it'll destroy you. It'll destroy 
you, you could have money, you could have, you could have health, you could have, you could have everything, and you could be miserable. And uh, that, that's, I think, one of the pshatim in the Chazal. Uh, just to say that Chazal is good to know, and it's good to realize that Mirza Shem uh, will continue in, in, in Gaiva, in Ego. I don't think I'm here. I have a, oh, no, I mean, Mirza Shem tomorrow. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha to, to have, yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Last night on 2 a.m. I sat with someone that was very close to Rosh and told me that he asked Rosh how do you know how to answer this generation? He said, because 99% of the problems are surrounded by Gaiva. Wow. Gaiva, wow. Wow. This should I go there? Should I go there? Should I get married there? It's all surrounded by Gaiva. Wow. Wow. Last night. That's powerful. Okay. Okay, well, okay. So Hashem will help each and every one of us to be patient in our in our journey of growth. I would say that that's my humble advice to everybody is patience, 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 to be patient uh, with, your, with your growth. Having patience never slowed anybody down. I just, uh, I just made that one up. Thank you, Hashem. Having patience never slowed anyone down. Having not, not being patient slows people down. Having patience will never slow anybody down. Not having patience will slow a person down. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we are entering uh, the, the month of Nisan. Let us be zocha to see miracles. Al Nisecha Shabachol Yomimanu. Let us be zocha to see miracles in our own lives and recognize all the beauty and the love that Hashem has for each and every one of us. Have a wonderful day.